0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked
1: On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, follow him at Bob Rack on Twitter. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. We are again up on Apple Podcasts. You can find it as if we never left, even though we did for a good month or so. Uh, happy that that is no longer an issue. lot to talk about today. We have Throw On Thursday in the last segment. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock, also the host of Locked On 49ers, we're going to get to talk to you twice this year during our crossovers with the NFC West, and former NFL scout Matt Williamson hosts Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you a national perspective of, you know, all the NFL stories. Latest news, insight, every game, team, move, everything NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On podcast network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. So we're smack dab in phase three of... Mini camps, OTAs, Bo. There were three players that did not make it to the mini camp yesterday. Uh, you can break down those names in just a minute. Cliff Kingsbury said he spoke with all of them, knew they weren't going to be there. Let's talk broader first before we talk about the players specifically. There's a lot of players that are like, you know what, I'm not going. Uh, boycott is a strong word, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of guys. Like, I mean, we're June, you know, you have our lives for eight months a year is this kind of overdoing it regardless of if it's just a walkthrough, obviously it's just, there's going to be no pads involved. Just kind of getting to know your new teammates. Is it a big deal that players aren't showing up to their mini camp slash OTAs?
1: Context is very important. Like when you have big time storylines, you've got your Aaron Rodgers, you've got guys that are maybe poised for lockouts or I'm sorry, holdouts. Then yeah, it's, it, it's a bigger deal than maybe some guys who are getting their, their parents sent them with a note to excuse them from gym class. And, you know, they'll be back and they'll be dressed out the next day and they'll be participating in the V-Sit and Reach and they'll be, you know, gunning for that national whatever. What was it again? The national award or the in the American award that you would get back in P.E., your physical fitness. Arnold presidential sports- award, yeah, exactly. I thought. Well, I, yeah. guess, I guess I never – got that high no you didn't, no, you didn't. <laughs> but the uh I mean the Arizona Cardinals had a trio of guys two of them I think it's it's important to pay attention to one of them is a guy that just signed this off season, and I think he's got a pass we already saw him working out with the quarterback that's AJ Green he's a guy that's going to want to bounce back if he wants any more NFL money if he wants his career to extend beyond this season it's going to be huge for AJ Green to bounce back in 2021 so I'm not concerned that he's not there you know that he's a guy that will put in the work on the side. He's probably working out wherever he calls his offseason home. But then, I mean, there, there's two to pay attention to. You've got Jordan Hicks, the linebacker, a guy who's seeking a trade. He's asked permission to seek a trade, and I'm sure the Arizona Cardinals are obliging. And then you've got Mr. I'm going to scrub my Instagram of all Cardinals posts and mentions. Our guy uh, our guy Kota pointed out that it's not on Twitter. I guess uh, Chandler Jones, something I can't see because I'm blocked. Uh, he still yeah. has uh, a picture of him in his Cardinals uniform on his Twitter bio. But uh, Chandler Jones, is just it's, it's just something to follow up with. Like, am I, am I concerned that Chandler Jones is going to try to force his way out? No, because uh, we're going to have a throwdown Thursday where one of us is actually going to make the case for Chandler Jones as the defensive player of the year wearing an Arizona Cardinals uniform.
0: Yeah, and the other, other person is going to be right. Um, so <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah, with, with A.J. Green, like there are – there's different tiers to veterans joining new teams. One, you want to stay in the league. AJ Green's not there. Two, you're ready for the big money deal. AJ Green's big money deals have passed him. You know, he's 32. And then the third one is maintenance. And that's that. That's why AJ Green, we're going to see probably scarcely um, around teams. You said he already worked out with Kyler. AJ Green's coming with the pedigree where he can just show up and, and ball. You know, I mean, if we're going to get him at 70%, I understand the team – Work aspect of it, I completely get it. I just don't. It's too early. It's it's June. It it doesn't matter much. To do about nothing. Jordan Hicks, um, feel like he has a foot and a half out the door. This is going to be. Are you going to trade him and try and get some capital? Or are you just going to cut him in for for a little uh uh little cap help and post June first? You're going to get a little bit more cap help than you would have if you cut him bef- before June first. And Chandler Jones is a question mark. He's not going to sit out, I would think. So. I mean, big deal, little deal, no deal. I don't think there is any big deal, two or no deals with Jordan Hicks because we kind of know the writing's on the wall on A.J. Green and maybe a little deal is with Chandler Jones. But again, this is very early. This is all speculative. And the fact that Cliff Kingsbury didn't say, oh, I haven't talked to Chandler Jones, you're fine. If he talked to everybody, then, you know, he, he got, they got the free pass. If Cliff Kingsbury gives them fruit snacks and fruit during OTAs and lets them on their cell phone, if he's talked to them, that's good enough for me, right? I mean, he's notorious, or I don't know if notorious is
1: the right word, or infamous, or he's just known as a player's coach. I, I mean, look, this is the part of OTAs where it's real. like you can miss a couple of days. Um, especially guys that, one, the two guys are returning potentially. If Jordan Hicks, if you can't find a deal, if he's in the locker room next season and he's playing the mentor role for a guy like Zayvon Collins, that's great. If he's a guy that his days as an Arizona Cardinals it's done, then this is absolutely a moot point, and he's just going to move on. Uh, yeah, it's it's not that big a deal. It's actually a pretty good attendance from the Arizona Cardinals. You can tell, I mean, especially when you've got a guy like J.J. Watt flying around out there having a blast. You got the rap music blaring. You got guys, you know, J.J. Watt's running routes. Byron Murphy looks like he's a guy that's poised for a breakout. Uh, it's just. It's exciting. You got Kyler Murray somehow. I don't understand. He's wearing a knit cap out there. That's the biggest puzzling thing I've seen. Like, what is he doing? He's wearing a snow cap, and it's a hundred degrees outside. That's that's his M O. He did that day one. I know that he is, did that day one. It's it doesn't make any. It doesn't make it uh, not as loony as it, it is as it is. I mean, that's. I mean, I'll be driving down the streets and I'll, I'll see people in Arizona wearing like coats and hats and stuff and it's 100 degrees it still won't ever make sense to me but um i'm surprised there's not a couple articles from pro football talk about him wearing a knit cap and how he's nuts for doing it it probably means that he's uh gonna leave the franchise for baseball sooner rather than later
0: yeah i mean they're just focused on him his lack of work ethic you know in the offseason you know they don't have time to focus on his hat wearing skills True, true jesus uh, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Brack, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, at Clancy's Corner for me. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Um, two very interesting segments coming up. Obviously, we have a on Thursday. Bo had a good idea of what the topic's going to be. We're going to talk about that next. And also, we'll tease that next. And also, there's a list that finally has Kyler Murray meddling. We don't know if it's gold, silver, or bronze. We'll talk about that next, Locked On Cardinals. But first, it's time to talk about our friends at Bilt Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It just is. Did you know the Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? Well, they do. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their face. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're uh, just missing out at this point. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. Mint brownie and salted caramel are my two favorites at this point, but it fluctuates. So... The best part about these things, these Bilt Bars, is they have between 17 and 18 grams of protein, less than 5 grams of sugar, and less than 5 grams of net carbs. So they have nine amazing flavors. They're all tasty and all healthy. Pretty good to me. Go to BillBar.com. use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BillBar.com. And also... If you know anything about me, you know I love talking about Rock Auto. Because of my ineptitude when it comes to cars, rockauto.com has me covered, so it'll have you covered too. Rockauto.com, family-owned business, been online for 20 years, okay? 20 years online. You don't have to go to a chain storefront. You don't have to get lost and be like, oh man, where is everything? Oh, excuse me, sir or ma'am, where can I find this? You go to rockauto.com, you can do it in your damn PJs, and just search for what you want. Tail lights, carpet, paint, whatever. RockAuto.com has got you covered. Another great thing is that the prices are the same for manufacturers and do-it-yourselfers like us. So you don't get upcharged because you're not a manufacturer. Pretty awesome. The prices are reliably low. And again, 20 years online, family-owned business. Go to RockAuto.com. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right. So Alex Clancy, Bob Brock locked on Cardinals list season. And I've talked about this a lot. And it just, it, you need a little refresher once in a while or once a day until you understand what I'm saying when these lists really start to come out in June and July. The Arizona Cardinals, whenever they're ranked highly on a list, it usually has to do with projection. And obviously, most lists are projection. Uh, with the projection foundation like this could happen this may happen this is the breakout star potential blah blah blah. but that's solely where the cardinals lay like what you're looking at for the cardinals is week 15 of 2021 if the power if they're in the top 10 of the power rankings that's something to focus on this is most likely to take a make a playoff push most likely to make a jump blah, blah, blah 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 that's where the cardinals are um CBS Sports put out a list of the top 25 under 25 players, and this one was interesting to me because Kyler Murray has been severely underranked during the start of the 2020 list season. Buda Baker, et cetera. What was it? DeAndre Hopkins was 36th on the first top 100 list. Is that correct? I think he was the highest ranked. Kyler Murray was 94th, just behind Creed's number one fan, Cliff, uh, Kirk Cousins. Now, this list put out by CBS Sports is a little bit more Kyler Murray friendly. Top 25 under 25 put out by Cody Benjamin of CBSSports.com has Kyler at third out of the top 25. The only two ahead of him are Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert. Now, Lamar Jackson is maybe the best offensive player in the NFL. Like, when we talk crap about Lamar Jackson, it's the fact that he's a quarterback. He's ranked so highly. He was ranked seventh on the top quarterbacks in the NFL, and the the blurb underneath it said, he just needs to learn how to throw the ball better. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. But if his weakness is the one main thing a quarterback needs to do in an effort to win games – that's jarring to me. But overall, Lamar Jackson's a specimen. We've never seen anybody like him. Like, Mike Michael Vick was smaller, had a better arm than Lamar Jackson, obviously. But Lamar Jackson's a brick house. Like, he could take hits and hopefully doesn't get injured with the way he plays. Number two is Justin Herbert because it seems like even more than Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert is the perfect fusion of what an old-school quarterback and a new-school quarterback kind of fused together look like big strong but flight of foot very agile and has a cannon does that make is that right i mean justin herbert's like the prototypical fusion from old school quarterback to new school quarterback
1: if you if you wanted to create a quarterback in a lab you create justin herbert i mean he's just shifty enough we're we're
0: i don't have audio for you i don't know what happened oh yeah NFL Justin Herbert, not college Justin Herbert, where they clipped his wings at Oregon, we never saw this firepower. Well, that program was throwing in, the ball in Oregon.
1: Yeah, that program was in flux. Uh, they they went through a couple yeah. of coaching changes. They were he just they weren't playing as big games as they were a couple of years ago under Chip Kelly and in, in that regime and Justin Herbert, who he was, a, you know, he went to Oregon, he stayed there and he he balled out and his team wasn't that good. He didn't play plays Many big games, and he fell under the radar. And luckily for the Chargers, they have a franchise quarterback. Even after a year, he's had 31 touchdowns last year. But you also see at the absolute just mind-boggling size. Like he's six six, he's got good size. Yeah, he can take hits. He can get out of the pocket, and then he can just spin it and throw it downfield. But look, you talk about Lamar Jackson. You talk about Justin Herbert. And Herbert, like I said, like a little bit more fleet of foot than some of the other guys. But you get a guy that can do both. And that's what you have with Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray can spin it. He's got the arm strength. The only thing is he's just not your prototypical uh, quarterback size. He's undersized. But as far as throwing the football, he can make all the throws and then running the football. I mean, you talk about Lamar Jackson. The last two seasons, Lamar Jackson's averaged 6.6 yards per carry. Only (laughs) behind him is Kyler Murray at 6 yards per carry. Uh, Lamar Jackson has a ton more, you know, as far as just carries than – Kyler Murray, he, he's a, he runs the ball a lot more than Kyler, but Kyler has more touchdowns the last two seasons. He has 15 touchdowns. Lamar has, what, like 14. It's, uh you know, Kyler Murray is just as good at running the football. He's uh, he's an absolute just beast in the open space, and you've said it before, he's more elusive, and I, I don't think that that's as uh, big of a hot take any longer.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't, a, it just it's, depends on, you know, what glasses you're looking through, the Homer Ravens take or a rational you know, uh, sports fans tick. Um, I think three's right though. No for doubt Kyler. about it.
1: No doubt about it. Yeah, you know,
0: I don't think I don't think it's too I don't think it's too high. I don't think it's too low. Like uh, the list below, and these are all obviously all quarterbacks are gonna are gonna rival this. So Nick Bosa is right behind him at four. Jair Alexander, who the Cardinals could have drafted but decided to pass, um, he's at five. He's really coming to his own as. Lockdown corner is, is defined differently now. You know, it's not it's not Darrell Reeves, It's not Reeves Island. It's not a keep to lead. It's not like that anymore. He's you the know, best corner in the game. He's though. as close as you can get. I yeah. mean, you saw in the playoffs last year, the dude's a mauler. Chase Young is at six. Uh, Justin Jefferson, seven. Joe Burrow, eight. DK Metcalf, nine. AJ Brown, 10. So what we've seen from lists up to this point is you think Nick Bosa would be higher than him. You think potentially Jair Alexander would be higher than him just because of the trends of the list that we've seen? But I think that because it's such a quarterback-centric league, more than it's ever been, Kyler is exactly where he should be. I have no issue with Justin Herbert being ahead of him. I don't. And either. I have no issue with with Lamar Jackson being ahead of him either. I don't either. But I think at this, uh, Kyler
1: Murray can can leapfrog him this year. He has the potential to. But at the same time, yeah. you know, as far as what I'm going to take skill set wise, and what would project as more of a I don't know uh, safer future bet. You know, I think just the way that Justin Herbert is built is is just it's more. I'm more comfortable with that. But at the same time, Kyler Murray, exciting. There's not a more exciting player right now, in my opinion, under the age of 25, especially at his quarter at the quarterback position, just because what he, can, he what he can do both running the ball and throwing the football. It's it's the combination of the two guys ahead of him. But I understand why those two guys are ranked where they are as
0: well. Yeah, I mean, in Justin Herbert's like the the Yang to the Yin of Josh Allen. Like percentages are just flipped with running the ball. J- Justin Herbert doesn't look like to run the ball. You know, no. he is a pass first quarterback, which is exactly what you want now with the ability to run. And um, Kyler Murray, we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna yeah. figure out what the percentages are in twenty twenty one. But you're right. I mean, Kyler Murray, the ceiling is um, absent. For all three of these quarterbacks, I guess Lamar Jackson were throwing the ball, but Justin Herbert and Kyler Murray vying with no ceiling attached. <laughs> the sky's the limit for both of these guys. Alex Clancy, Bo Locked On Cardinals. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you to everybody who listens. Uh, we can't say it enough. You know, are uh, we're floored when we see how many people are viewing us listening? Like it's, but would I just do this because it's fun? And, you know, it's and we get to talk to people. We get to interview awesome people. And we're going to continue doing that throughout the summer. Um, So thank you, everybody who listens. Throw it on Thursday's next um, in another installment of Bo's Terribly Wrong. We'll be right back. But first, it's time to talk about our friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action of BetOnline. The playoffs are in full swing for the NHL and uh, the nba bet online has you covered for all of the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information regarding the nba nhl major league baseball etc don't sit on the sidelines anymore as is your chance to get in the game as your teams and other teams Prep for their runs in the playoffs, like they are in the NHL and major league and, and uh, the NBA. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment, uh, this is going to be the easiest one of the week for me. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Brock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Bo had a very good idea for throwing on Thursday. I will take the reins and go first this time. Bo, why don't you introduce it?
1: All right, let's get into it. J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones. You've got uh, two guys that have just been absolute beasts on the defensive side of the football. And uh, look, who's gonna who's got a better chance of winning the defensive player of the year. Look, both of these guys haven't really – you had Chandler Jones in 2019 with his 19 sacks. He was in the conversation. He fell short of that. And then you had J.J. Watt, who's won the award three times. According to our friends over at betonline.ag, you've got J.J. Watt ahead of Chandler Jones at plus 2,800. Chandler Jones is at plus 3,300. Your favorites, I mean, you can go chalk here. Aaron Donald at plus 450. Miles Garrett at plus 550 and T.J. Watt at plus 900. But uh, J.J. Watt ahead of Chandler Jones right now, according to betonline.ag. All right.
0: So I'm taking J.J. Watt, and it's not close. (laughs) And the reason why I'm taking J.J. Watt is because name recognition means a lot. Chandler Jones has been known as the most undervalued, underrated defensive player by his peers over the last handful of years. What Chandler Jones has done since he's been traded to Arizona, he would have won defensive player of the year at least once if he stayed in New England because of Bill Belichick's system, because of the notoriety that goes along with it. But in Arizona, it is kind of a black hole for recognition.
1: We lost Alex there for a second. He's got just pretty shoddy internet. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's got to pay his bill. Getting back into the fold here, we'll let him get it. I mean, he's already he's down big and throw down Thursday because his his internet connection's terrible. Carry on. Oh, unbelievable! He, and he dropped off again. Brutal. This is the this is the easiest win I've ever had. Uh, we're gonna try to get him back in the fold, but look, this is pretty simple. If if the question was who's going to be on Saturday night live or who's going to win a press conference, who's going to, you know, go to a Suns game and and be featured on ESPN's broadcast. It's easy. It's JJ watt. But as far as who could realistically take home some hardware as defensive player of the year, it's Chandler Jones. I mean, when you look at, since Chandler Jones has come over from new England for a second round pick to the Arizona Cardinals, Only one player in the NFL has more sacks than Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones has 61 sacks since 2016. During that span, J.J. Watt has 26 and a half. 61 sacks to 26 and a half sacks. Now you say like, okay, J.J. Watt, he's he's just as disruptive. Are you listening to me? Did you hear the stat, Alex? 61 sacks since 2016, 26 and a half for J.J. Watt. I'm gonna let you get. Let, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna go Kanye here. But but let me. Okay, I'll let you get
0: back into it. Are right? you go ahead? Are you ready? Is your wireless? Did you pay the bill? Let's go. Who the hell knows? I'm in the damn mountains. <laughs> I'm in a damn treehouse right now. I'm on location. Um, the numbers. That, that's a jarring stat. That's a jarring difference. Up until last year, uh, Chandler Jones has been healthy. He's played almost every game. JJ Watt has been the antithesis of that. I completely understand. But JJ Watt has never had somebody to play alongside him like Chandler Jones. J.J. Watt hasn't really had a defensive leader from the defensive coordinator position over the last handful of years like Vance Joseph is, and they have a history together. Put it this way. This defense up front will be centralized around springing J.J. Watt. Now, whether that means sacks for him or sacks for somebody else, J.J. Watt will once again, although he's 31, be the focal point of the offensive line of the opposing team's game plan. Stop J.J. Watt. Sure, maybe that'll get Chandler Jones some more sacks, but I still do believe that J.J. Watt's name recognition, as I just make Bo's point for him, Mm -hmm. would be able to catapult him ahead of Chandler Jones in the Defensive Player of the Year race. Because when J.J. Watt is good, the league is better, and the league is yearning for J.J. Watt to get back into prominence. And I think for that specific case, J.J. Watt has a better chance of winning player, defensive player of the year than Chandler Jones.
1: How many times do we ever hear about like it, people at the high school level, college level, they go to scout the star, right? The, the star brings in scouts, and people go and they watch him, and then they're kind of, it brings attention to another player who gets recruited, and he just is he's thrust in the stardom after that. This is the opportunity for Chandler Jones. J.J. Watt's going to put eyes on the Arizona Cardinals. He's going to open up sack opportunities unlike Chandler Jones has ever seen, even during the stretch where I said he had 61 sacks since 2016. He hasn't played with a player the caliber of J.J. Watt. He played one season with Calais Campbell, but J.J. Watt's going to command, as you mentioned, just a, a tremendous amount of uh, attention from the opposing offensive lines and another number that's just Eye-popping. Chandler Jones, 17 forced fumbles since becoming a, a Cardinal. That's tied for third most uh, with Aaron Donald. That guy's a pretty impressive guy. He's got three defensive play of the years himself. Only Cleo Mack and uh, Yannick Ngakwe, they have more. Chandler Jones, he's never played with a player of the caliber of J.J. Watt. And this is going to bring awareness from the national media. Come f- and watch J.J. Watt, but stay for the CJ55 show He's going to be the guy. If anybody has a chance to win the defensive play of the year, just because of what you've recently done is is Chandler Jones is going to win the defensive play of the year. He's just been more I mean, consistent in racking up the numbers that, you know, the, the people that vote on this are going to be
0: impressed with. We'll never see a hungrier J.J. Watt than we will this year. Which is great we for will Chandler never Jones. And Chandler Jones you is know, in a contract year. Chandler Jones – Although his sack numbers have been high, it hasn't translated to a top defense, and that's why sack numbers can sometimes be overblown. And with JJ Watt, with people that vote for Defensive Player of the Year, they see what a player ha- what a player's impact is on the defense uh, on, the, on the on the on the defense. If Chandler Jones gets another 18 sacks and the Cardinals win seven games, you ain't going to win Player of the Year. Yeah, so for sure, what, what JJ Watt's JJ Watt's ceiling to affect opposing offenses' game plans, I still think supersedes that of Chandler Jones. When people see ninety nine on the other side of the ball, you're going to be focusing on him regardless of if he's a little bit past his prime. You would definitely see him as more of a of a scary person to have to defend than. Chandler Jones. And I think that that it's just something that reverberates around the NFL. JJ Watts. What is it? His, his reputation precedes him. This is way even more, uh, more important than AJ green. JJ Watt when healthy was one of the scariest dudes we've ever seen on the defensive side of the ball. Chandler Jones has never been that. Even though his numbers show that he is one of the better defensive players we've seen over the last decade. He doesn't, he's not feared by other, by other teams like JJ Watt was. Come he just on, isn't, man. Are you serious? He's not.
1: Nineteen sacks yes.
0: led the league, tied
1: for the league lead in forced fumbles. How many wins in did they get? It was a team that won five games. But look, yeah, sexy. There, there wasn't anything behind him. I mean, since twenty eighteen, the Arizona Cardinals have forced the second least amount of interceptions as a team. It's, I mean, they're just not forcing turnovers outside of the forced fumbles that Chandler Jones is getting. He needs some help. Help is here. It's J.J. Watt. Look, J.J. Watt's going to win a lot of things. He's going to win more Subway commercials, Reebok commercials. He's going to be on Saturday Night Live. He's going to win the press conference. He's going to win the cameras on him. But as far as taking on the hardware, it's not even close. We know who's got a better chance of doing that. It's number 55, not 99.
0: Um, Unfortunately, so just from the judges, wait, is that right? If yeah. you're blocked by a player, you can't <laughs> win, throw it on Thursday when you're defending. Is that right? judges oh my god i'm still undefeated alex clancy ballbrook locked on cardinals we'll talk to you tomorrow fuck my bad dude